a sporty right. threesome. All right, let's let's run that one back. We can run that one. Back. We handle your balls. <laughs> we like. <laughs> we are the sporty threesome. Yeah. Um, we got a name now. Yeah, welcome back to a sporty threesome. Uh, you might be wondering, welcome back. What do you mean? Well, we found a, we came up with a name while uh, while we were away, and that's what we came up with. Yeah, with that some help with friends. Well, yeah, ultimately, yeah. you came up with the name, I think. Yeah. Uh, boys and balls was <laughs> or boys some. I don't know. It was, yeah, well, there a lot was, of names. There was a lot. There. Bunch of um, names. A sporty threesome was initially a joke, and it just kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like it. I think it's mm -hmm. cool. We uh, we know ball. We handle balls. We're uh, we're a sporty threesome. What what can we say? We're a threesome that's sporty. <laughs> oh man. Um, and so welcome to a sporty threesome, the podcast. But we are the sporty threesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we are brought to you by the Vibe Station Entertainment Network that we are a part of. <laughs> That's just a fun little name mm -hmm. for the content that our friend group makes. And so, um, to, uh, bring it back to sports, though, because ultimately, sporty comes before that, three sets. That's what we're here for. Exactly. If you we came have here some... for anything else, you're looking in the wrong place. Absolutely, yeah, just three really really good friends that uh that talk about sports they'll they'll write about us like that in the history books <laughs> just just friends. friends um but uh we got some we got some news we got some headlines uh from both sports today um so just following up on the the jt trade stuff it came out like the day after we recorded that episode that the Colts were completely unserious in <laughs> in trading for JT. Mm -hmm. um, they apparently asked for Christian Waddle and Jalen Waddle, right? And uh, Christian Wilkins in res in uh, back. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, yeah, completely unserious. Uh, no, playing fantasy football straight up. <laughs> uh, here's here's Jonathan Taylor. Give me Jalen Waddle. They, the, Jim Irsay does not know how to run a team. It yeah. is insane. How old is uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor now? Is he? He's only like twenty five. I was going to say twenty. So he's got 25. some. He's got a good few years of like peak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like ability. He's in his prime right now, and I but, think he uh, should be. He should be paid for. Mm -hmm. Jalen Waddle's even younger, right? Or I think so. I think Waddle is younger. No, no, they were drafted in the same draft, I believe. Oh, and so. I think um, I don't I don't know what the Colts are doing over there, but I uh, I will not be predicting any success out of that group. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, uh, Anthony Richardson has really high character from everything that I've heard. Like, yeah, a story came out today how he was like he just he just be in the building all the time trying to like mm -hmm. trying to be better, and I'm like he's just putting in work all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you, you got to respect the work ethic. Yeah, save him, free him <laughs> from the Colts. stock is rising. Mm. Yeah, I and as it should, I mm. think. Um, we also got some injury news. Uh, Cooper Cup is out week one. That's why I'm wearing this jersey. Um, come oh, home man. soon to us, please. <laughs> um, is this going to be like 
like possibly more than a week uh, on the IR, or is it's like only a week? I saw a report thing? that uh, he's he's he like that McVeigh said he was rumored to be on the IR, like uh, like he could possibly go onto the IR, uh, which if he does, then you know it's it's a bleak season. Yeah, I my my the only hype that i've had around the around the rams has really centered around the fact that like the offense is going to stay intact and so um if cooper cup's hamstring is not intact then i think the rest of the team and season will subsequently fall apart um the I drafted him in fantasy because I assumed <laughs> that uh, whenever Sean McVay said he was day to day, I was like, "All right, he won't be there for week one, but maybe two or three. Like I can stash him on my mm-hmm. on my roster." And apparently, he might go on IR. So that's uh, that's not what I thought was going to happen <laughs> when I drafted him. Uh, not in the first round, mind you. Just just in case anyone was worried about my <laughs> about my fantasy season, but. Uh, uh, yeah. RIP to the Kelsey and Cup owners out there. I am a Kelsey owner. That's yeah. unfortunate for me. Yeah. Well, I um, don't think... What's the latest update on him? Because the last thing I saw was that it was a bone bruise, but I don't know what the ETA was. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. But he's still questionable for tomorrow. Is game. he still questionable? Yeah, so he mm-hmm. still might play, but it doesn't I... sound like anything too serious. Yeah, I mean, that's so. good that if he's questionable, tom- questionable for tomorrow, then at least then, like... He's probably going to be good for, like, week two, at least, if it's nothing that serious. <laughs> and who wants to watch the Chiefs play football without Travis Kelsey? Exactly. Um, <laughs> As if they don't have, like, the one of the most entertaining quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true, but it's a team game. Yeah. And I, I want to see that entertaining quarterback throw to someone who can catch and not Rasheed Rice or and Sky Moore. Uh... MVS still there? Uh, like I said, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. None of those names really inspire anything mm-hmm. within side of me. So yeah, I uh, got him in our sleeper league, and then I picked up, pick up the Chiefs' uh, second string tight end. I had to pick up him or Cole Command. I don't remember, but <laughs> the uh, mm-hmm. tight end room wasn't looking too hot, so. Yeah, that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Um, we also have, speaking of people who are going to be out for some time, we also have Jake Hayner, backup Saints quarterback, <laughs> suspended for six weeks because of uh, PED use. Bro, took performance-enhancing drugs to get onto the 52-man roster. <laughs> In his rookie year. Bro, you were going to make the team no matter what, bro. Uh. You were drafted in like the fourth round. We were going to keep you. What are you doing? Mm. Hey, maybe, you know, it, it fills me with hope because maybe the, I don't know what he took, but maybe it messed with his head. And that's why he <laughs> wasn't that good at preseason. Oh, okay, word. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that's what it is. That's a good narrative. So though. now he's just going to go to rehab, get clean, and then he's going to come back and be Drew Brees. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I, I still uh, have the effects from the PEDs. He'll still be like nice. <laughs> maybe. We can only hope. Clear mentality. Yeah. We also have some contract news as well. Uh, Chris Jones hasn't signed anything yet, but uh, Nick Bosa... Oh boy, holding out for... He'll probably be holding out for a minute, right? I think... I don't know. They I think... seem close. At least the last reports I've heard, it's only like 
like seven million off or something like that. I think the Chiefs are gonna go into this game tomorrow, and their pass rush is gonna be not good, mm. and Amon Ra's probably gonna torch them, or Jared Goff is mm. gonna have a crazy game or some shit like that, and they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, we're signing Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you like that. That is your pass rush right there. Um, That'd be so funny, <laughs> but. <laughs> Other pass rushers who have been paid, Nick Bosa, five years for $177 million, with 122 and a half of that million guaranteed. I believe he's now the highest paid defensive player ever. Whoa. I think so. That's, I, that's, that's what I've I heard, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the highest paid player in the NFL right now. That's not a quarterback, I think. Wow. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, he he deserves it. Yeah. He he is that good, simply. So, the uh, the 49ers, from the reports that I heard, did not really budget correctly for him, but they still got it done. And now they have the highest paid defensive end, left tackle, running back, uh, probably linebacker as well with Fred Warner. And so, pretty soon, their team is going to be made up of five guys. So, I'm really excited for that. Mm -hmm. They'll be so they'll, they'll be like the Rams, basically. They'll be so good at the very top levels, and then they'll be like very steep drop off. Yeah, they'll be like signing dudes off the street to fill out their roster. So that'll be fun to see in a couple of years. Uh, and they also don't have draft picks, um, so that's cool. Uh, speaking of dudes who got paid as well, TJ Hawkinson got mm. paid. I don't have the details of his contract sitting in front of me, but how do you guys feel I heard, about it, I heard it was I heard it was pretty hefty. And that it oh, was yeah. Like, it was close to, like, the top tight end. I'm, I'm sure he probably isn't getting more than Kelsey, but... Oh, yeah, certainly you know, not. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love that TJ Hawkinson pay the man. No, he's, he's a great tight end. Uh, like, top five tight end guaranteed um, off the top of my head. Probably four. He's probably number four on tight ends. Yeah. Uh, four-year contract extension. Pay him at least sixty-six million and up to sixty-eight and a half million. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. It was. It's better than what I thought it was gonna be. Not that I'm like a T.J. Hawkinson hater or anything, <laughs> but uh, the Vikings do love overpaying mid-offensive players like <laughs> uh, like Chris or Christian Kirk. What am I saying? Kirk Cousins. Um, <laughs> who I can't believe is still on the books for them, but now that that uh, contract is looking pretty good compared to some other top-end talent. Yeah, no, this contract is the highest for a tight end in NFL history, or the annual value. Oh, okay. Uh, he's making $17.125 million, Damn. which is the highest ever in NFL history for a tight end. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, respect it. I mean, DJ Hawkinson, he's, he's earning it. I think he, I mean, if anything, he's going to have to take a step up next year if compared to last year. Um, once he gets more acquainted to the system, I think he can thrive more in the Minnesota system with so much attention being on Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So if Kirk, can, if Kirk can get it done and get him the ball as much as he got Jefferson the ball, I mean, I think it's a pretty deadly, like, uh, receiving duo. Yeah. I think they can do it. I like Kirk Cousins, honestly. I think he gets hated on, but. Kirk O'Chains, baby. I don't like Kirk. I think it's <laughs> a good QB. I'd be doing that. Hey, I mean, yeah, he's just, he's just perpetually mid, in my opinion. 
and I just don't like yeah. the Vikings either. I think he's good enough to get the job done. I don't think he's like crazy amazing. When you but... say get the job done, what do you mean though? Because like you, you mean... can like make the playoffs. You can make a good. You run can make in the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, I mean he's made the playoffs multiple times, but is he winning it? No. <laughs> hey, crazier things have happened though. That Vikings defense is pretty poor, though, yeah. to be fair. And, like, earlier in his Vikings career, the O-line was pretty poor. And so, basically, like, you know, I mean, we know what Kirk Cousins is at this point. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be getting any better. <laughs> oh, no. But, I, didn't. Um, no. I think that, uh, I, I, I think that, I think that Kirk Cousins is in the category of, like, good enough to get it done. I don't know. He's he's one of the, for me. He's one of the first uh, right outside of that tier of like could win, could lead a playoff mm. team. He's right. He's right outside that tier for me. Hey, with weapons like Justin Jefferson, I mean, I guess that's. I, that's I guess, I guess we'll had, we guys he has the best weapon in the league, the offensive <laughs> player of the year, best weapon in the league, and, and T.J. Hawkinson. You know, just got paid. Maybe he's feeling a little motivated. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see it happen. Honestly, um, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna prey on the downfall of the Vikings or TJ or Justin Jefferson. For yeah, especially because Vikings fans really, really don't need any more despair in their lives. I think <laughs> they've they've been through a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, speaking of things that have gone through a lot, uh, Caleb Williams. I don't know where I was going with that segue. <laughs> I was about to say great. I was like, I was like, what Long am I gonna do transition. here? Yeah. Um, but Caleb uh, Williams doesn't want to be a Cardinal. Yeah, but. basically. Yeah, Arizona is also going through a lot, which is what I what I was trying to say with that. Um, but yeah, apparently Caleb Williams might stay in college for another year. I I don't know. Do you think he will? He's been in college for so long. I feel like. Is this his third year? It's like he would just like write out like his whole. I mean, like... Was that even Caleb Williams that said that, or was that his dad? I think that was like his dad. That said it that. was his dad, yeah. And but like, like, how much, how much, how much, how much does that really matter in this situation? I don't know if it's like a a Lavar and Lonzo situation <laughs> where like it does matter, or if it's just like a right. like a jaw with his dad, where like his dad's just kind of always there. Or <laughs> right, know. yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think. I think at at the at the end of the day, people like money. I was about to say it depends how fast he's trying to get paid, bro. Like either way, like no matter what you you're in the draft, you're probably gonna be first overall. Cause yeah. Caleb Williams does some crazy things mm-hmm. that I don't never seen a college quarterback mm-hmm. do. And I I think why miss out? Why take a chance and miss out on all that to play one more year in college and like have the risk of injury and stuff like that? Yeah. When you can like get guaranteed like. 20 million at yeah. least like yeah aren't they starting to pay college players though? like they yeah, have nit yeah. deals yeah so like an average nil uh deal is like yeah what the fuck is nit it's like uh <laughs> nit. nit nil i'll be saying nil deals uh <laughs> i was gonna say something i like to do on the weekends <laughs> can you crochet no no okay I was like, why haven't you showed it? No, bro, why didn't you crochet me anything? I, I don't know. <laughs> so upset. I do not know how to crochet. That's um, why. Bro, it's just spreading false information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kale Williams, very good. 
Yeah, incredibly. I may, maybe with Cooper Cup out, maybe he'll go to the Rams. We finally have a first round pick. We finally do. <laughs> Dude, this is the first yeah. year. Oh yeah. I saw a uh, I saw like a pretend mock draft or something, and uh, we were like fourth overall. And Dude, it's, 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 a deep, it's a deep class next year. It's a we, deep class. We would be getting whoever the number one edge is. I don't remember his name, but he was the first edge player off mm. the board. So. Because um, the first two picks were like Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. There was some uh, Drake offensive. May. Drake May was also before, um, and also some like offensive tackle that some person had going to the Titans, and then us getting edge, which is what we need. We we yeah. need edge players, so I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. But if Caleb Williams was there, I would also be like. Can we can we move oh. up? Maybe can we do something about that? I mean, I will say that 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 number one pick is going to be one of the more more valuable picks of the past few years. Yeah, I mean, you think you think the the Bears got a good haul for for uh, for the Bryce Young pick? I can't imagine what people are going to offer for the Caleb Williams pick. I'm okay with. I I don't know what it's like to have a first round pick, so if I don't <laughs> know what it's like, but we have Caleb Williams, I'm okay with that. Um. But yeah, speaking of players going to my favorite teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, Christian Wood is going to the Lakers. This is the only NBA news we have besides talking about the World Cup next. But uh, Christian Wood is a Laker. He is a Laker now. I just want to say to y'all, don't get your hopes up. Lakers are winning the chip. Oh, Lakers no, are good. winning the chip, though. Lakers no, are winning it Tell me, tell me this right now. Tell me this right now. Is, do you think Christian Wood is a top twenty center? Okay, first of all, we're listing at we're listing him at center. He'll be put to power forward. Power forward. I, I will say this. Do you pretty, think he's top twenty power forward? Then? Well, top twenty big man in the league. Yeah. No, not top twenty big man. No, 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 no. Not. not yeah. His, I, I don't know. Christian Wood. Like, here's the thing. He'll be good. He'll be better with y'all than he was with the Mavericks because him playing beside AD will like open up so much more for him. He'll be able to like he's not gonna have to play defense in the paint, which he's terrible at. Yeah, um, we got AD for that. Yeah, uh, y'all aren't gonna have to depend on him to score like in random bursts like the Mavs were. Like mm. he'll be able to just like set screens and like roll off the screens for y'all, which is pretty good. He'll be able to. Ro- Roll to the rim as well, mm-hmm. so he'll be put in a lesser role with the Lakers, which I like. Um, Hopefully, he does. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, y'all got him for a good deal too. It was like two years, like eight million, I think, like on the vet minimum. So I mean, yeah, and and he doesn't have to be the second scoring option. Yeah, he doesn't have to be the third. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, or even the was, fourth, or maybe. even the fourth. He doesn't even have to start. That's the yeah, thing. No, literally. <laughs> like we, but him, <laughs> him next to AD is like a really good. Like, we, we need him to fill in minutes because we just our, our bigs are weak, and because that's the weakest part. Yeah, or it was the weakest. And, but, yeah, but I don't know. He just left a sour taste in my mouth after his tenure yeah. with the Mavs. It's just. I feel I like know. that's how everyone talks about Christian Wood, which <laughs> makes me a little bit nervous. And like that is another thing. He's bounced around. I've seen is Mavs fans talk talk shit like he's that. bounced around so many teams though. This is like his yeah. seventh team that's in like true. five years. Like he 
I hear he's just like like a big ego guy. Like he just has like a huge head, and like I've heard that nobody well. really gets along with him too. So it's like yeah, not a great locker room guy. Yeah, like, but how how am I supposed to know? I'm not in the fucking NBA. <laughs> that's like true. that's just word on the streets, you know. Like yeah. apparently he has a former relationship with Darvin Ham when they were in Milwaukee together. So mm. oh, I'm okay. hoping. Uh, uh, Christian Wood has said very positive things about being a Laker so far, so I'm... He said he did want to be a Laker, like, all his life. Yeah. So, hey, maybe this is the motivation he needs. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe, then hey, maybe, and maybe he's still should, young. Yeah. I think he's only, like, 26? Yeah, I was 27? thinking 26 or 27, 27 yeah. Um, mm. And so, the, the only thing that I'm worried about is that we... He's 27. We've at least... I think we should try moving AD to the four sometimes so he doesn't get quite as banged up at center. Mm, and now we got Christian Wood, who is, like, a four to me. Like, he's not... Like, I saw this... I saw this Lakers account listing, like, Lakers roster, and it looked pretty good, but they listed Christian Wood at center, and I was like... Come on, like he's trying to guess him up for real. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. And I was like, we have like, I mean, we have great, we have great forwards, but mm. our center room is a little bit. I just Who I don't like behind AD. Y'all saw Jackson Hayes. Yeah, Jackson. the rookie. Mm-hmm. And so he's I just not a rookie. He's not a rookie. Oh, is he not? No. I thought we, he... we got him from the Pelicans. Mm. Oh, I thought we. Who did we draft? We drafted uh, Jalen Hood Spino. Oh, yeah, he'll be good. I mean, he'll yeah. probably... He, he'll, he's like our third string uh, yeah, point I mean, guard. He's, he's a rookie. Yeah. yeah. In for the first time. I'm pretty sure he's a clamp. I could be wrong. That's I sick. I don't know. I'll Love take, defense. I'll take a little Dennis Schroeder uh, 2.0. Yeah, yeah, he, th- and that's what we, uh, that's what he was for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Schroeder was just like the... A guard who could a guard who can guard and we he really did some good work for us at the playoffs. Y'all got Jared Vanderbilt listed as a center. God. Oh Jesus. It is I, not looking good yeah, for you. Yeah. And then y'all got Rui Hachimura listed as y'all support string. Which I guess this like so basically y'all centers minutes are gonna be Jackson Hayes and Anthony Davis and yeah. Christian Wood. I guess this is not updated. This doesn't have Christian Wood on here. I mean, we had LeBron running center for a lot of the playoffs. Yeah, last year, so. that was that was. So I I, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I hope so. And if anything, we'll be scoring a lot on dudes, even if even if the the defense under the rim isn't great. But we do have AD who can do that, even if he likes to play power forward more than center, <laughs> which you know I totally understand, and I want to get you know bodies off of him so he can stay healthier but mm-hmm. i just don't know if that's in the cards for us this year um yeah speaking of dennis schroeder <laughs> oh yeah good one good one that why, don't, why don't we talk about the uh the, the nba world cup and yeah. the world cup real quick this game because he stunk it up yeah. last game the yeah no that i happened to be up for this game it was at like 3.45 in the morning. I fell asleep at like 8 o'clock last night. Like 8 or 9. And then I woke up. I was like, oh yeah, there's like a FIBA game on right now. And then I turned it on. Dennis Schroeder went 0 for 12 from the field. Until he finally made his first shot. Uh, but uh, luckily he had teammates holding it down for him. Franz and Mo Wagner kind of were going crazy. Uh, Daniel Tice was putting up some numbers. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know what Shooter was doing out there. He was just like kind of running around. But I mean, they still got the, <laughs> they, they still got the dub over Latvia, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they the dub oh, they won. They yeah. won. Okay. They were fight that. Yeah. No, they were down like thirteen to three at first, and then like after that, they came back and they were up at halftime, and then they just held that lead. Babas Bertans had a good game for Latvia. Unfortunately, KP was not playing for them uh, mm. during the tournament because uh, he got injured again. Surprisingly. Oh no, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dennis Ruder, very stinky game. He got bailed out by his teammates. Um, but now they go up against the United States for the semifinal game. Oh. And then on the other side, we have Serbia and Canada. Um, and I think those matchups were pretty good. I know Canada, Canada is stacked, and of course, the United States is stacked as well. So. I think that would be a great like um, finals. If that's what happens. I think we're looking at a Canada versus USA mm-hmm. uh, finals. I think the officiating today with the uh, Canada and Slovenia game was a little questionable. I felt like they wanted the USA versus Canada, but mm. I don't know. Luca did all he could against that Canada team, but Shea was hot, and they were just playing very physical defense on him, on yeah. Luca, And uh, he just wasn't getting the calls he should have. And, I mean... Rightfully so. I mean, not right. Well, he has the right to complain to the refs, but I hate when he does it. He uh, grabs two texts today, um, mm. which got him uh, ejected. And texts and FIBA also count as a personal foul. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just wasn't. He he put on a good performance. It just wasn't enough to uh, hold back that Canada team that is just. Pretty stacked top to uh, top to bottom. So, who are some guys throughout the tournament that you felt like really shined throughout it? Um, Shay has been playing amazing all tournament. Uh, Luca was pretty good at the start. Um, yeah, I mean, players on US like Ant, uh, Austin Reeves has had his moments. Mikel Bridges has looked really good. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for him to play with the Nets this year. Um, I think he might be able to take another jump uh, offensively. Uh, his shot looks really good. Um, he's been draining a lot of threes, and uh, that stroke looks pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> and his defense is always going to be there. Um, We're all about good strokes on the forty-three sum. Former good stroke. <laughs> He has that stroke. <laughs> uh, former NBA player Rondé Hollis Jefferson and the group stages, he was going crazy. Um, saw some wild videos of him getting compared to Kobe on my timeline. I did see those as well. Uh, you know, just like crazy like comparisons. But I mean, he was hooping for real, so I can't even really say anything. I haven't idea. watched that much of the U.S. team's endeavors in the World Cup, but. I've I've also seen a lot of like anti-hype lately on my timeline mm. because you've seen a lot of what anti-hype um. and he's he's good mm. but like I just I just want like because everyone's so convinced that he's gonna be the next superstar they are. and I just I don't know I just don't see it next- like I see him I see him chucking up a bunch of shots. And I'm like, okay, like, you can do that. Um, he finishes really good around the rim, though. I will give him that. I will he say, has, like, a crazy, like, circus bag. 
Yeah, I will say this last game, he definitely did get outshined by Mikel. Uh, Mikel against um, who did they just play? Uh, Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one that they lost. Mm, no, they had another game. Huh. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, Mikel Bridges looks way better than Ant in that game, and Tyrese Halliburton has been looking very good as well. His playmaking bag is deep. I saw um, something that said he was like the 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 highest like he like statistically he was doing the best. Uh, oh, I saw yeah, that yeah, too in, yeah. in the tournament. Yeah. I don't know if it was like efficiency or like something like that, but I know mm-hmm. I know Holly be be diamond people up and taking mm-hmm. the best shots. So yeah. that's all you that's all you really need from uh, from him on mm-hmm. the U.S. team. Yeah, but uh, we got USA versus Germany, and then Serbia versus Canada. And Serbia, they got a. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic and Nikola Jovic. They would have Jokic, but he did not Jokic play. Jokic has been hooping. Yeah, too. yes. Um, those are the only two like names I can think of on that Serbia team. But they've made a deep run. They're pretty. Yeah. They're pretty good. I think they just play hard and play a lot of team basketball, and that's what uh, got them here. That's what uh, Slovenia does too. They play a lot of like. Passing around the ball, getting open shots, but that's exciting Can- basketball. Canada just—I don't know—they just played physically on Luca, and Shea was making all the shots, and Canada got hoopers. They got Dwight Powell. That's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Dwight Powell was locking up Luca. Yeah. I know this was a while ago, but how do you guys feel about the Noah Lyles comments whenever he was, like, uh, like, he was basically talking about how, like, the NBA calls the champions the world champions, and it's, it's, it's not, apparently. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I get where he's coming from because they have leagues like the FIBA World Cup and they have the Olympics. Well, when you think about it at the end of the day, like, what's the biggest basketball league in the world? It's the NBA, and that's where all the top-end talent goes. So, and the NBA is a, and, like, it has grown so much, like, mm-hmm. in the past few years, like, yeah. internationally. And, like, we got probably seven of the top ten players in right now in the league are probably... International. Yeah, like, international players. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, like, I understand where he's coming from because, like, when you think, like, world champ, like, playing for your country against, like, other countries in the... Mm-hmm. But, like, the NBA, like, it's so international at this point that who's to say that you aren't the world champions? Like, it's where all the top-end talent goes. Yeah, it's, like, the best people from all the other countries. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I went back and forth, in my opinion. For, the, yeah. for a while, I was like, who cares? Yeah, I think it really, who cares? Like, it's yeah. like a title yeah. that, like, yeah, it's just doesn't really... Like, the the, uh, the NFL champs put world champs on there, yeah. and uh, I don't know, it's... It's, like, not even... <laughs> it's a weird obviously. thing to get mad at, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw a lot of, like, arguing on the timeline about it, which, like, yeah, I, I, didn't I, I didn't care, like, that much, but... Exactly, yeah. yeah. It, it does, it does to me, feel like a little bit of a semantic argument, and it's, like, if... I, I think if you want to call yourselves the world champs after winning your chip in whatever league you're in, like... 
Like, I, I saw some people saying, like, no one else does that except for Americans. And it's like, okay, then you do it too. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I think uh, I saw a lot of comparisons of, like, imagine if the Premier League in soccer, like, if, like, the winner of that called themselves the world champs. And I was, and, like, the only thing I hate about that argument is that, like, soccer is, like, the most, like, nationally, you like, play, played sport, or, like, internationally played sport, like, like in the world. Like, yeah, okay. It's but... the most popular sport in the world. Yeah. And, like, so, um, that, that, I think that's a little bit different, just because of, like, how basketball really has just been focused in North America for so long. And, like, yeah, there's leagues all over, but, like, all the top talent does come to to North America, because that's where all the money is, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. in all the leagues. That's where all the money is, it's where the highest competition is, mm -hmm. and, like, these guys out here like to yeah. compete. No, but it'd be pretty funny if, like, the MLS champions call themselves the world champs. No one damn well, you are not the <laughs> world champ, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless it's Messi, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he is the world champ. <laughs> By himself. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, I think we should move into our NFL section. Is it time? I think so. Yeah, I. Uh, before we go into our postseason awards, I do need to make. I need to put something <laughs> on the record. I need to put a hot take on the record. I believe I had the the Giants being uh, a wild card team, and one thing that you said actually, Joby, really stuck out to me last podcast is you were saying that uh, it. A lot of your a lot of your analysis came down to the strength of schedule mm -hmm. and the Giants and the Commanders are in a division with each other, two better teams <laughs> than them. And I believe they also face an another tough division. They face the AFC East. Ah, yes. The Bills, Dolphins, Jets, and uh, Patriots. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so I I was looking I was going through the schedule for these for those two teams and I was like I I just can't like they just weren't winning that many games for me and so what I ended up deducing is that the Chicago Bears <laughs> are making the playoffs as the seventh seed or whatever the lowest one is. Yes. I had them I have them going nine and eight, which was good enough to make the playoffs. So I have the uh, Vikings going ten and seven and beating them out. Valid. I still have the Vikings at the bottom of the division, I think. Or no no no. No, just Packers third. Pack yeah, Packers yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Packers are poverty. Shout out to all the Bears. <laughs> Shout out to all the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Um, and so that's just a quick little thing that I needed to, uh, clear up just personally. Mm -hmm. Um. He wanted that shit on record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh. Um, so we'll, why don't we do MVP last? So we'll start off with, um, Offensive Player of the Year. Who oh, do we yeah, have? we're doing our postseason awards. I don't think that was clarified. Oh, I, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh. We're doing postseason awards now. Yeah, after making our, my our predictions for who we think, uh, has the best chance to do it. Y'all did y'all's together, so I. But y'all don't know mine yet. No, oh, yeah, this is this yeah. is on uh, live on air right now. <laughs> live reaction. Yeah, live reactions. Should Thumbnail. we do like a crazy <laughs> <laughs> thumbnail, baby? There we go. Hey, someone clip that. <laughs> oh my god! No, that thumbnail that you have in place is so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, what was that a reaction to? Um, 
I know that was a playoff game. It had to be a playoff. Yeah. Game. Oh, oh, our uh, it was the it was D'Lo hitting like a three uh three ball like oh, hit check. Oh yeah, hit yeah. check. That was crazy. I was fucking dying because I just like I just made like a quick pause and it was the perfect like the frame that I ended up using and like your eyes were like rolled in the back <laughs> of your head. Like, <laughs> I could not stop laughing, bro. It was so good. And then since I was a little bit too far to the right, I like used like the fucking Snapchat like cut <laughs> tool to like superimpose me over like Matthew's shoulder. <laughs> Professionalism, man. It's fun. No, literally, yeah. We sh- we we got to figure out something later down the line. But I think I it's that has enough charm hey, to me that I threesome photo shoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like with with balls, balls, yeah. balls, balls in balls. the hands. We'll we handle the balls exactly. Um, so so Joby, who do you have for your <laughs> offensive player? Y'all, y'all go over your spirits. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Matthew. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, why not? Um, I have Jamar Chase winning Offensive Player of the Year. Um, great pick. Yeah, I mean, great receiver, great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Their connection, we've already seen it. We see what it can be. Um, yeah, Justin Jefferson won it last year. I feel like someone new might have to uh, step in and win it this year, you know? Um I don't know. I feel like, because I was between Jamar Chase and Jefferson Jefferson, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like two years in a row for JJ is, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's not as likely. Plus, Mm -hmm. I know I was talking about Kirk Cousins, but uh, (laughs) I do like Joe Burrow better than Kirk Cousins, so. Me too. Valid. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, I I have Justin Jefferson winning it again this year. Uh, not really much has changed for me. I think that Justin Jefferson can only really get better. I think he's like literally 24 and the best wide receiver in the league. So I see I see good things for Justin Jefferson. Last year, I had Jamar Chase as my offensive player of the year. Whoa. And so I, that's the only reason I'm not doing it because I was wrong. So <laughs> that was yeah. good enough for I mean, me did, to he not. He did get hurt for a few games. He did, yeah. Um, which and, is valid. And yeah, but I don't know. I, I like the Jamar Chase pick. Uh, I think he's just got a lot of competition there with like one, having one of like the best wide receiving cores mm-hmm. in the league. It's, it, there's a lot to compete there. Um, so that does kind of eat into his target share. And, you know, they like stats whenever they look at awards like this. True. So I also went with Justin Jefferson. Uh, I I consider Tyreek Hill. He was um, him and Jefferson yeah. was who I was just debating with the whole time. And I don't know Tyreek. The, there's just more uncertainty around his situation, like with with Tua, and mm. you know just Jalen Waddle also will get a, a large majority of those. I think Waddle can has a like a good chance to take a step up next year. Like, I know Tyreek Hill is. Saying he's gonna go for two thousand, like two thousand yards next season, and if a wide receiver does go for two thousand, it's gonna be Tyreek. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think Justin Jefferson is just he's the he's the most valuable player that's not a quarterback on his team, and that's mostly what the offensive player of the year is. So. Yeah, I don't know how like often they be handing out those awards to the same players. So. Mm-hmm. 
I I think it usually is different people, but mm-hmm. I think a large reason for that is just that like different people be going off. Yeah. Um. But I see Justin Jefferson as the kind of guy who can like sustain that kind of success and not uh and still like win an award like that even in like with like other narratives surrounding him he's simply the best Mm -hmm. and so i do want to give a shout out to garrett wilson as well Mm -hmm. i think um, i think garrett wilson will at least be in the conversation oh me too he's he's uh he's gotta be like for like Vegas odds, I think he's got to be at least like top five or something. Uh, yeah, I would assume somewhere around that range, top five, top six. Good, good sleeper, uh, offensive player of the year. I like, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, but for on the other side of the ball, defense. I'll go last for this one. Um, <laughs> but uh, what do you guys, what do you guys got? I I got Nick Bosa for this. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's he's he just got paid. He, he just got paid. <laughs> he just got paid. I mean, he's he's a monster. He's 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 got a great line around him, or he's got a great team around him. He's got an amazing defense around him, so he's got plenty of opportunities to shine. Um, and you know, I thought about every all the others, and I just I just I just kept going back to to Nick Bosa. I just another one that I really like is T.J. Watt. I think. <laughs> TJ Watt has a great chance to, to, to come back and if he's healthy, like make a have a great impact next season. But I just like Nick Bosa. Um, I think he's a, an excellent player, a top top pass rusher in the league, and I just I just don't see anyone else winning it really. Uh, people like Micah Parsons, like shout out to them as well. But I I don't know, Nick Bosa I think has just been more dominant, and I think that's just going to continue. So, yeah. That's a fair take. And defensive player of the year is one that I that like multiple. You can win multiple years, like we've yeah. seen with like Aaron Donald, and yeah, stuff like that. And I think Nick Bosa can be in that same, like in that same realm of like winning it multiple years in a row. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I got the Dallas boy, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's still so young. I mean, I feel like he's just been he getting is. better every year. I mean, yeah. Them, He's, I don't know, like, he's big, he's fast, he's strong. <laughs> uh, he be getting them sacks, baby. He be um, getting interceptions, too, because be. he's a linebacker and they play him like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he can do it all. He can. He's versatile, you know? And that Dallas defense, it's just crazy all around. So, like, I yeah. feel like their defense being super good, well put more attention on the Micah Parsons and allow him to, like, soak in more of that limelight mm-hmm. in the league since, like, there will be a big spotlight on that Cowboys team and their defense. So, yeah, I feel like he'll be, like, the main piece to that um, to that defensive core for the Cowboys. So, I feel like best player... I, I'm really high on the Cowboys defense, you know? So, like, best player on, like, Best defensive top, player on like a top the, five defense. Yeah, and like on top three defense. So, mm-hmm. come on. I I do want to add. I think linebackers get underappreciated when it oh, comes yeah. to the defensive player of the year category. I mean, it's uh for that one. I feel like you just gotta get sacks. You gotta get sacks. Yeah. And like Micah does get sacks, <clears throat> but like also use him as a linebacker. So you know his, his stats aren't gonna be as high as someone like T.J. Watt or Nick Bosa's are gonna be. And so I think that's why they're kind of un, like 
underrepresented, under, underrepresented, uh, like Fred Warner, amazing defense yeah. talent, but like never even like mentioned for like defense player of the year, mm-hmm. even though he's like the best linebacker in the league. Like no one's even debating it. No yeah. one's even debating that he is the best like Mike linebacker in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he was the he was the name that I thought of when you when you first said that for sure. Mm-hmm. Just being incredibly elite at your position unquestionably but not getting any any nods for any awards like that just because sacks are the flashiest thing not saying otherwise but i mean linebackers are the offensive linemen of the defense (laughs) yeah yeah i'd say so that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. um my defensive player of the year is aaron donald (laughs) i as a Rams fan and having the uh, best defensive player of all time on your team currently in this day and era, um, I think you just have to you just have to say that Aaron Donald's going to win it every year, and I <laughs> that's what I've done it every year. I think he's going to win it, and he has uh, he has disappointed me less times than not. So mm. I uh, I would love to see Aaron Donald win it again, becoming the the player with the highest amount of Defensive Player of the Year awards. Uh, I think he's tied with um, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, and LT for three or four. I don't quite remember, but I think it's three. Gotcha. So then, if he wins a fourth one, he's in a tier of his own, baby, mm-hmm. and he already is. So, <clears throat> although I do have two honorable mentions, just so I can add some uh, non-homer analysis, <laughs> um, I have Miles Garrett and Quinnen Williams as my shout-outs. Uh, Miles Garrett, we know him, we love him. A terrifying force on the defense. And now they have Zadarius Smith to uh, attract some attention away from him on the on the defensive side of the ball. I think that's Zadarius Smith. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if he'll quite be at the same player, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, if you're on the other side of of uh, Miles Garrett, I don't think that there's much you really gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, if if the Browns if the Browns defense can live up to what they're supposed to be like on paper, like how amazing they look on paper, then yeah, I think Miles Garrett could easily he'll be the best player on that defense. So I think he could easily get uh, defensive player of the year nods. Yeah, and Quinnen Williams his has only just gotten better as he's been in the league. Last year he put the league on notice, but real ball knowers, real ball handlers know Quinnen Williams has always been good. And um, I just and I I love him as a as a player as well. So I think that he's gonna be I think he's gonna be really good next year. Did you say real ball handlers? Is that what I heard come out of your mouth? Yeah, real <laughs> real ball handlers. Uh, no, uh, Quinn and Williams has some really good ones. So uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be really good next year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man. So we got uh, comeback player of the year. I have uh, Tua winning this award. Um, Tua last year was incredible. He um, looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I I think his like accuracy stats still hold up really well despite not playing a full season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know like if the Dolphins can stay healthy. 
I think they're going to be a major contender. Mm -hmm. um, and even if even if Tua plays like misses a few games, I still think that he can he can win that award. I also have Tua. I mean, yeah. I mean, whenever you think of the Comeback Player of the Year award, it's just someone last year who was injured, right? And pretty much, pretty much, and then comes back and is great the next year. Yeah, it's pretty much always someone who was good before the injury and then comes back and then has a, a another good year. <laughs> I, it's very. It's not that often that we see like a Geno Smith where right where yeah. it, it's someone who literally just like didn't play or like wasn't that good and then just all yeah. of a sudden came in and like had an amazing had an amazing um, season. So I think two is the best candidate for that. Uh, he's, I mean, he's, he's he was injured all of last year, and he's got an amazing cast around him, and he's got a team around him that they could they could compete for the top spot in the division. And so I think if they if if he stays healthy and plays the whole season, I think he's definitely got a big chance to be comeback player. Yeah, sick. Um, I got Calvin Ridley. I mean, we all saw the we saw the videos, you know, we. <laughs> We've heard the hype behind this man. He's got Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. What was out of the league for what, like two, two years? years? Two a years, year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. He still looks quick. He still looks good. Um, I believe the connection between him and Lawrence is going to be. No, you're going to throw those dimes to him. I think you know, so too. I think he could easily receive for over a thousand yards this year. Um, I will say. The winner will be Damar Hamlin. Oh yeah, the uh, winner Damar yeah. Hamlin was definitely yeah, top. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that, but it, <laughs> it will be Damar Hamlin if if he plays the whole season. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, definitely, and honestly, rightfully deserved because yeah. personally, coming back from a fucking weird death, mm -hmm. I I think he did like oh, technically no, he die did. on the he field. Yeah, yeah. It was. I'm I. I think we were all together when we when we saw that happen like live. We were all there for were the Tua injury for sure. Uh, I remember yeah. we were on Discord. Uh, I, I was oh, yeah. on Discord at least because I remember I was home mm. for that one. I don't know if y'all were hanging out, but I remember watching it at the vibe station and just being very like, it, it was just a very scary moment, mm -hmm. and it, it was surreal to to watch it and like as they kept just cutting to commercial, being like, what what's happening? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like nothing you want to see. It it uh from at least what I understand, it seemed like a pretty freak accident. So I'm hoping that Damar Hamlin is happy, healthy, mm -hmm. and he he really wants to play some good football this year. He and did so, make the fifty uh, fifty three roster. So sick, yeah. Now we have Coach of the Year. Um, I have Robert Sala winning Coach of the Year. I think that everything that the Jets have been doing has been leading up to this year, and Robert Sala has really been holding it down for them, and has been really a really good coach for them. And so I think with all of those parts fitting together, I think that Robert Sala is the guy who who gets this award just because of of everything that uh, everything that's been, you know, the culmination of of the Jets uh, franchise has. Mm -hmm come to this moment, and if it is what we all think it can be, I think Robert Sala deserves a lot of credit for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I like the pick. You, you want to go? Oh, uh, I will say these next three uh, awards were solely picked on vibes, so... Uh, <laughs> that's valid. I have Sean Payton winning the Coach of the Year award. I don't know. I feel like he's a, he's a good enough coach to turn around 
the garbage fire of Broncos <laughs> of, that they were last year. I feel like I hope he can lead this team to something more and that Russ can turn it around. Um, although I did see like a quote earlier that was like Sean Payton said something about Russ where he's like he needs to quit kissing babies and like focus on football or something. <laughs> yeah, no, he, you don't see that. Sean yeah. Payton is taking uh, he's taking a completely different approach to working with Russ that literally anyone ever has, like yeah. that he's worked with, and he's like he's he is just. He did, he's not putting up with any bullshit, basically. Yeah. It's like, you need to stop trying to please everyone. Yeah. And, yeah. It was, the exact quote was, like, something like, um, you need to stop kissing all the fucking babies. You're not running for public office or something like that. Yeah. I think <laughs> there was also a quote from, like, a former a former teammate of Russ's, it, like, a while ago. But I believe it goes something to the effect of, like, once you realize... Russ is acting like he's running for president at all times. <laughs> Everything about him makes more sense. And so I guess that's, uh, I guess that just is Russell. So I almost called him Russell Westbrook. That's why I, I only called him. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on a first name basis with, uh, with Russell. Him, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I have. I did think about Robert Sala. That was one of the main ones that I thought about. Um, I have Doug Peterson as my pick. Okay, yeah, that's uh, a good pick. for the Jaguars. You know, um, him and him and uh, Trevor Lawrence. They started something great last season. I think they have a chance to just build on that even further. And you know, it's 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 given to the <laughs> most of the time put to the coach who whose team overperforms what they did last, what they were really expected to do, and that. Jags team has a chance to go out there and be like one of the top two seeds in the AFC, depending on like how scheduling works and everything like that. And uh, I I think that that puts them in proud opportunity to to win that that award. I feel like it just makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, previous coach of the year winner, I believe, as well, when he was with the yes, Eagles. with the Eagles. So I mean, yeah. he's he's got that already. He's they they know he's a good coach. So. Yeah. yeah, I like the Sean Payton pick though as well because I think. <laughs> If if everything gels well, like Sean Payton could turn a franchise around like that. I mean, yeah, he's 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 got the experience. He knows how to coach, and uh, if he's able to crack through to Russell Wilson, <laughs> then something something can happen there. Oh man, yeah, and I think that the system that Sean Payton likes to run would would work really well in uh, in Denver. He's familiar with working with uh, short quarterbacks as well. So <laughs> he is short quarterbacks and good defenses. Exactly, that's how you win. Um, so now rookies, this is my, this is my favorite part of the awards because (laughs) (laughs) rubbing the hands at the prospect of some, of some young guys doing good. Mm -hmm. Um, who do you guys got for offensive rookie of the year? I, I have Bijan Robinson. I feel like, I mean, he's on, he's on a run heavy team. He's got the biggest opportunity to go out there and make a huge impact. And he's he's just talented. He's mm-hmm. he, he was a top eight pick for a reason. Um, I think he's gonna go out there and get hella yards. And there's not really a quarterback that I see outshining him in terms of like being like the best player on his team and on right. their team and stuff. So I think he's just got the the best chance to make an impact. And yeah, I think there's I feel like he's gonna get it. I don't know. Yeah. I also got Bijan. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're going to just dump the ball off to him a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, we saw with Tyler Algier last year. I mean, he's going to... I mean, he's going to catch some passes, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be involved in the run and passing game. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Jameer Gibbs, though. I feel like I he could say. also... Uh, uh, you like Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I feel like... And I saw a quote from him earlier saying that he wanted to rush for, like, a 1,000 yards and have, like, 500 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if he can live up to that, I mean... And, uh, the, the, the the hype around Jameer Gibbs has been crazy to me. Like, yeah. with, with how they've been talking about it, they better use his man, like, like <laughs> Taysom Hill mixed with Cordell Patterson mixed oh, with fucking, man. like... Like Darren Sproles. I was gonna I, say Darren Sproles. <laughs> yeah. Like I like it's been insane. Every single week, I swear, it's a video of fucking uh, Dan Campbell being like, "This guy's a super mutant." Like, yeah. you're not even pre- prepared for how we're about to use him. <laughs> like, how many ways can you use him? No, like yeah, that? literally. Like, we're gonna work. He's gonna he's gonna block. He's gonna pass block. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, really? You're gonna how how big is he? <laughs> Put him in the slot, and then you'll be like, "You're you're insane." Yeah. <laughs> this has never been done before. <laughs> yeah, um, man. you're gonna have to line up out wide. <laughs> I can. I see a lot of good things for that Lions offense. I mean, David Montgomery is a really good back, and they can just mm. feed him the ball as the, like the main down guy. And if they wanted to run twenty-one personnel with like David Montgomery in the backfield, and then like split jameer gibbs out wide like i think that's a pretty good i think that's a pretty good system right there so if uh if jameer gibbs is everything that they that they've been saying um i could see him winning that although if Bijan is everything that they say as well i don't see why he wouldn't win it um but my pick is zay flowers i that's fair yeah, I, I, I like the pick I yeah him. i don't just, I, I love zay flowers Zay Flowers is great, and I had, personally, he was my, like, wide receiver one coming out of the draft, and he looked so good in preseason, just moving so much differently than everyone else. That entire Ravens locker room looks really, like, the energy that has been coming out of the, the Ravens facility has really been, like, a very, like, upbeat vibe and, like, very positive um and so and like zay flowers has gotten a lot of love uh from the ravens as well being the kind of guy that he is and so if as someone who really believes in the ravens and lamar jackson i think that zay flowers is the is the clearest receiver at least Mm -hmm. to win this award because as much as I love OBJ and what he did, especially for the Rams uh, during that Super Bowl run, I think that I just don't know if a guy coming off of two ACL tears is going to be the kind of guy that they like need him to be. But if Zay Flowers is there as well, I think that I think that's the kind of like gelling. And especially with their offensive coordinator, Todd Monken, he's supposed mm. to be really good and he's supposed to be a very um intuitive like pass game coordinator as well so i think that the i think that zay flowers and lamar jackson will only benefit from that and i can absolutely see zay flowers winning offensive rookie of the year yeah no i i I like the pick i think i think zay flowers out of all the rookie wide receivers 
has the best chance to make an immediate impact. Yeah, like for sure. In the long run, I probably would prefer someone like Jackson Smith and Jigba or like yeah. Um, who was the first receiver to go? It wasn't either of them, right? It was the dude on the. No, it was, uh, it was Jason. I believe oh, it was Jason. Jason. Yeah, it was Jason. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. I, I, th- I, in the long term, I would love Jason more on my team and stuff, but him being behind DK and Tyler does kind of limit his role. Yeah. Uh, m- maybe if you switch JSN and Zay Flowers' roles, I'm saying, I'm saying that JSN has the best chance to mm-hmm. make to make an impact, but. But Zay Flowers still is is an amazing amazing talent, and I yeah. think he'll he'll be great. I think me too. And so for defensive rookie of the year, I have Jalen Carter, the uh, D lineman who went to the Eagles. Um, if you're a D lineman going to the Eagles, like I just, you're guaranteed at least like four or five sacks. So, and I think Jalen Carter is is more than just a guy who will like just fit in and like provide like stability i think that he has like game changing like ability and i think we'll see a lot of that especially with like the other dudes that philly has i think they'll only draw attention away from jalen carter and i think that he'll have a lot of like 1v1 opportunities to really like let his talent shine uh, and I think that I think that it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a really good uh, I think it's gonna be really good for him. Yeah, I also have Jalen Carter for all the reasons you said. Uh, he's he's big, he's fast, he's strong, he's, <laughs> he's got a bag, and he's on an amazing defense already that like was already led the league in sacks last year if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure they, they led the league in sacks that only makes sense to me what else can who else can yeah. you do? i uh, can't believe they fucking got him man yeah. like i know it was yeah. like character issues or something why he dropped but damn like why did you guys let yeah. billy have him <laughs> uh, i will say shout out uh to two guys first christian gonzalez yes. the patriots cornerback i think he has insane potential I, I love him. He's he's amazing. He's a great man corner, and I think he's gonna fit in perfectly at New England. They breed cornerbacks over there, Yo, so yeah. I think he's got a great chance. I don't think he's gonna be in. I don't think he's gonna make like an immediate impact. Or I think he'll be great, but I don't think he's gonna be like getting the same hype that like Sauce was. Right. Year. Yeah. Um, where immediately, you could tell that he was like he was different. Like, yeah, he was a, yeah, like a top three corner in the league and stuff. Um. But yeah, he's. I think he's still going to be great. I, I love him. And I also want to shout out Will McDonald, the fourth as mm. well, who is the Jets' first-round selection. I, I He didn't get a lot of hype uh, coming out of college, but he also was very much utilized. He, he, he lined up in, in, like, the three-tech, and, like, he was just he was just lined up basically against, like, tackles and centers for most of his career. Mm. And, like, or for most of his college career, they would, he would just... He would just bull rush the center, and like that's and that wasn't like what he was best at. Mm-hmm. He was best at like being out wide and like being able to like rush around because he's fast as fuck. Right. And he's got a great like he's got a great bend and he's he's able to like get around the guards and stuff. So uh, that's how he's that's how he was best used in college. And uh, the Jets like Robert Sala. He Robert Sala. He knows that. He he knows yeah. like there was a phone call where he's on the phone with Will McDonald. He's like, yeah, we're gonna get you out in like nine wide, and you're gonna you're gonna get some some pass rush opportunities. Hell yeah! And I was like, and and like whenever he got those opportunities in college, he was amazing at it. So I think he's definitely got a chance to 
maybe not be like defensive player of the year, but I think at least or defensive rookie of the year, but at least like get some sacks and get like yeah. some numbers and like outperform his his pick position. Like I think the, he's the type that like in like three or four years we're gonna be looking back and he's gonna be like like in the redraft he's gonna be right. like top ten top fifteen Damn. and uh, so. Where did he um, go in the draft? Uh, I forgot what it was. It was like it, it was the Jets, so I want to say it wasn't like too high. I think it was like seventeen or eighteen or something like that. I I wanted to say tenth. Maybe I'm thinking of the twenty twenty two draft when the Jets had when the Jets drafted Sauce and Garrett Wilson, which I think was uh, with the pick third. 15. Oh, 15? pick fifteen. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. So. Maybe he'll be right at his uh, draft pick. <laughs> but a lot of people didn't like he's that. Perfectly pick. drafted. He was perfect. Yeah. No, I think I think he, <laughs> I think he's a great player. I think he's gonna have. He's got a great defense around him with Quinter Williams and uh, Sauce Gardner, and you know I, I think I think he's got potential there. So yeah, I just wanted to shout him out. Yeah. Well, speaking of Will's, uh, my pick is Will Anderson. This pick was solely based off of vibes. Don't really know anything <laughs> about him. Um, can't even lie. I just know he was the third overall pick for the Texans, mm-hmm. and he's a defensive end. So, I mean, he's got a great tape. He's he's good. He Amen. yeah, he looked really good in the preseason. He was getting pressure. He was getting sacks. Um, that made me believe in him as a talent. I think that that Texans line is low key kind of good. Like they got some guys there. You know, they got like Sheldon Rankins. Um, they got, yeah, you know, that, yeah. Will Anderson, they got, they got some other guys on that defensive line, so two, I guess, but, <laughs> um, but I, I know they got, I know they got fellas over there, mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, that Houston line can be really good, and I think Will Anderson can, in the same way that, like, uh, you know, Jalen Carter will draw attention, or the, the other guys on that great defense will attract attention away from Jalen Carter, I think the same kind of opportunity um, is there for Will Anderson. Um, so I, I can totally see that. And also, uh, the, the, the coach for Houston is D'Amico Ryans, yes. the former 49ers defensive coordinator. And so I think that, uh, I think that that's probably a really good pick as well, um, just because everything looks, looks right for Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we get to our MVP award? The... I think we should. Yep. All right, so I'll go first. I have Lamar Jackson winning his second MVP. I like I've like I've said this whole time. I'm high on the Ravens. If they stay healthy, I think they'll be good. I think that everything that I said about Zay Flowers also applies to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is, uh, has the best weapons that I think that he's had ever, probably, oh, yeah. on the Ravens. Um, he's got, you know, the wide receivers. He's got the... If your third string is Rashad Bateman, I think you're looking pretty good. And you also got, uh, you also got Mark Andrews. Like I said, Todd Monken. Um really uh he's worked with a lot of good quarterbacks and the passing game he's really done a really good job with and so i just i just think lamar jackson the i don't think there's a higher a quarterback with a higher ceiling than lamar jackson 
um, in the league. So, for that reason, I have him winning MVP. And I agree with you. I think Lamar is also going to win MVP. Um, he can just do it all, man. And like you said, I think this is the best receiving core he's had since he's been in the league. Um, it kind of just come, depends on his uh, availability and his um, health. Um, if he can stay healthy, I do believe that um, he will be the MVP. Um, but shout out to Mahomes. I feel like he will. I feel like he's in the running every year. I mean, yeah. it almost becomes a boring pick. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, get, like, why, I get why. Voter like, I guess I like. I get Mahomes why voter league. fatigue is a is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, but well, I mean, you basically wrapped it all. I the more wrapped it all, said it all. <laughs> Bro, spitting. Yeah, spitting about Lamar Jackson. Uh, I do gotta say one thing. The ca- the caveat that both of us gave for Lamar Jackson is if he stays healthy, it doesn't scare me. I still am riding with Lamar Jackson no matter what. So, I mean, like, if he gets injured, that will definitely, like, you know, decrease his chances. But if it happens, like, midway through the year and he, like, comes back... And has like a good end of the season surge to like get them into the playoffs. I think that's like the perfect. I think that's the perfect opportunity. And so, I don't know. His his unanimous MVP season was built on him running the ball, and I think that he can still do that. And I think he can pass the ball as well, just as good. And um, I think that I think this year. People will uh, people will have to respect Lamar Jackson if they don't already. So. Yeah, I like the Lamar pick. I I mean yeah, I I want him to win it really bad. I think that he needs to prove. I I don't think he needs to prove. I think he's already proven that he's more than just a runner. But I I would love for everyone to stop saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Same. Bro, it's, it's 2023. You're still saying Lamar is just a running back? Please stop. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, you don't watch ball. <laughs> you don't know ball. You don't, know ball. You don't handle them like we do. <laughs> we gotta uh, stop saying I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, Handling balls. But who do you got? Uh, you know, <laughs> this this one, it took me a while. And, you know, I, I in my notes, during for all the awards in my notes, I have a shout out, like in parentheses next to all the awards, I have shout out this person. Who are and you shouting out for MVP? I shouted out four people for MVP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. And they were the five people, like them and the, the person that I chose. They were the five people that I just went, all, I, I thought about all of them. And, like, so Trevor Lawrence was one that I sh- was a shout out. Valid. Jalen Hurts was another shout out. Valid. Um, and Lamar and Mahomes were both shout outs as well. But, you know... It's Joe Burrow's year. Oh, oh, Joe Burrow's year. I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. I was like, after, after you said all those names, I was like, is it Joe Burrow? It's, it's, he's, I think he's got to win one. I, I don't think mm. he's destined for like a Drew Brees type career where he just is always the second best or like, or just never actually earns it. Drew Brees wasn't second best every year. I just want to clarify, he was the best <laughs> some years. He got robbed. Um, but always, you know, getting up there and getting, like, second place in voting. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's got to win one. And Lamar, you know, I, I, I think Lamar has to get hurt in order for Joe Burrow to, to win that award, which I don't want to see a Lamar <clears throat> Jackson injury. But I'm just, I'm just betting on the odds here based on what's been in the past. And yeah, I think he's got to win one. 
I think he's got to win one. I think you're he's right. He's got an amazing yeah. team around him. And uh, shout out Josh Allen as well. But yeah, but I don't know. The uh, Joe Joe Burrow is the is the quarterback who is the guy who's gonna win MVP. I feel like that's it's just the like Joe Burrow is like an MVP. Like mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. see him as any other type of like quarterback. He's consistently like one of the best in the league. And uh, he's, he's got already the, made up the Super Bowl. Yeah. Before, and like he's just gotten better. And uh, he's he's got the weapons around him as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know. He's, his teams, I think, especially if the Bengals win the, the AFC uh, North, then I think he's definitely got the best chance uh, to, to get it. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense, to be honest. So week one is upon us. Football oh, season tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, this as we're recording game. this. Yes, sir. It Lions is tomorrow. versus Chiefs. I believe at Chiefs. Yes. It yes. is at Chiefs. Um so Travis Kelsey is injured. Chris Jones may not play. He is currently holding out as of nine PM. He is still holding out. Fuck it, I'm going Lions. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fucking going Lions. You know, uh, and this is and this is well. Who do you guys? In the home crowd, though, I got Chiefs, brother. First game of the season in front of your home fans, like you're gonna come out, like you're gonna come out pumped. You're gonna come out hella if, adrenaline. If Kelsey, if Chris Jones is out, nah, I'm going Lions. I'm, yeah. I'm locking. I'm rocking Lions. It's I just Chris even, Jones and Kelsey. Bro. Even if Chris Jones is out, I I'm still going Lions just because Kelsey is out. And I just think that's a huge hit yeah. for the first week. Okay. He's still questionable. He's not completely He's out yet. Questionable, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, if I, got I mean, at hit. this point, these problems. Especially if it was a Sunday game, then maybe. But yeah. Thursday game, yeah. like he just got injured like yesterday. Given the circumstances the Chiefs are in right now. Uh, I don't know. It's it was gonna be a good game before, and now they're missing their best defensive and offensive player. I can only I don't know, man. Yeah. I just Jameer Gibbs, offensive player of the year, <laughs> season starts tomorrow. Offensive player. Oh, I guess. Or he no, out. Go, offensive player. Yeah. <laughs> He's winning them both. Oh man, has that ever happened before? It's I'm sure like once rookie yeah. and. Or I think whoever it was only won the only won the league award instead of the rookie award. Oh, and they gave the other award to Some, a different rookie. Somebody else, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Alrighty, so we got Panthers versus Falcons week one. This is one of the more harder matchups, I feel like. Um, it's a divisional one. Uh, personally, I have the Panthers winning tomorrow. I have the Falcons winning. Uh, I think that they have a slightly better offense uh, and a more like defined offensive game plan. And you know, give uh, it's Bryce Young's first game in the NFL. Yeah. I think he's got to get take a little bit of time. So yeah. I rely more on the tried and true Atlanta run game than I do the the Panthers just starting off. Yeah, I also have the Falcons winning against that. Um, some of these I was like really torn between. This was one of them, but I like to t- I tend to pick the home crowd. Um, 
more often yeah. than not when I'm like very torn between two teams. That's fair. But yeah, I do like the Atlanta's. Um, I like their offense better than uh, the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll take them. Uh, we also have Texans versus Ravens. That unanimous <laughs> yeah, Ravens. Pretty easy uh, Ravens there. Um, M- must we say more? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. The the Ravens will uh, start start every uh, Raven that you have that you can. Start Ravens defense. Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers. Yeah. That's a crazy stat. <laughs> Uh, we also got Bengals versus Browns. This is this is a good one. I mean, it's it's a division rivalry game, so you know, a lot can always happen there. And it's at Cleveland. It is at yeah. Cleveland. I'm rocking with with Bengals though. Yeah, I'm also rocking with Bengals. I have Browns for this oh. one because they are at home. The Bengal or the Browns have historically given Joe Burrow. And by historically, I mean like the past two or three years. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say the four games that they've gone against. And he's lost every single one of them. Has he really I believe so. Yeah. Um, and so, especially with, uh, yeah. Please, please fact check that for me. Uh, I could be spewing misinformation, but uh, you're good. Last episode, I called Trent Williams young. I don't know if it was oh yeah, and also <laughs> it was like thirty five. Brett Warren's pretty young. He's like 25. Is he really? Yeah. I thought he was like 30. Nah, nah, man. Alright, uh, Joe Burrow has a 1-4 record against the Browns in his career. Oh, okay, so he has 1-1. One, one. I thought it was... I thought he's only played four games against them. Uh, no. Brett Warner's 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and Fuck, the... <laughs> man. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. I gotta see that fool for, for yeah. like... Five more years, man? God damn it. At least. Uh, and the uh, game that Joe Burrow did win against the Browns was their last matchup. Uh, mm, I see. In 2022. I'm a little bit uh, behind the times, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm still uh, rocking with Bengals then, especially. The other reason is because of Joe Burrow's hamstring issue that he's mm. coming off of. Jamar Chase was kind of like... Uh, Hey, why don't you sit out for a couple of weeks? So make sure you're good. But I think Joe Burrow is ready to go. I believe, as he, he said. Yeah, they listed him as uh, the starting QB. The last thing I saw was uh, a quote from Joe Burrow that was posted on Twitter by someone random that just said, "Joe Burrow, dash, I'm good to go." So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna rock with that, and that will be my trusted source. And we're we're gonna say we're gonna say this is good. We're gonna say he's good to go. <laughs> According to my my sources, <laughs> another uh, another reason why I have the Browns winning is because the Browns feel like the kind of team to fall apart later in the season. That's true. Mm. And I feel like <laughs> I can absolutely see the Bengals and Browns splitting. And mm. so I think that's going to happen at any time. I think it's going to be like a weird like oh are the Browns good in week one and then it's like oh wait a minute oh, okay. uh, it's got lucky. Yeah. and so yeah. that's that's just what I that see that does make sense I, I like that pick but um next we have another divisional matchup Jaguars versus Colts Jags that's a Jags yeah that's a Jaguars though mm, yeah I love Anthony Richardson want to see him succeed but Colts are gonna be terrible it won't be against the Jaguars <laughs> so uh I guess as we see the season play out we'll maybe we'll pick the Colts again at some point, but not today. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that's all that's all about that one. We also have Buccaneers versus Vikings. 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 <laughs> this yeah. is also yeah, no. uh I uh, I don't think Tampa Bay has historically had, uh, at least in recent historical, uh, a good uh, passing defense. And my God, do the Vikings have a great passing offense. So I think that... Uh, and the Buccaneers just uh, historically this season don't have an offense. True. You know? <laughs> True. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, and uh, the... Week one against the Packers, Justin Jefferson went off for like 156 yards and two touchdowns. So I don't see why he can't do the same thing to a worse team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans versus Saints. This is, this is this is one that does concern me a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm rocking with my Saints. I'm also rocking with your Saints on this one. I'll also rock with the Saints. I will say, if you have Derrick Henry in your league, start him. <laughs> that man is going to run for 3,000 yards against us. He is... <laughs> Uh, like our, He's our... not gonna stop running the whole <laughs> He's time. Not gonna stop. They are gonna they're gonna get the ball at the one and just hand it to him. And he's just gonna run at, through us every single play. Um, so that's why I am concerned because our run defense is pretty abysmal this year so far. Like from what I've seen, and Derrick Henry is the person who can take advantage of that. Um, mm. So I definitely think he will have a great night. But I think overall, I think our offense. Can, can still put up numbers, and we'll have a healthy MT. He is going to be playing, so that's that's always a, a big plus. And, yeah, I think I think the Saints can, can yeah. still get it done. In front of the home crowd as well, so... Uh, yeah, they it is a home game as well. Pick. This is one of my favorite matchups this week, I think, just because, like, we'll see what the Saints are made of. We'll see if the Titans are actually bad this year. Um, it's just, uh, I, I feel like you guys are pretty evenly matched, so I think that will be a very interesting one. I, I, I will say I'm not as worried about DeAndre Hopkins as I am about, you know, like, um, right. Derrick Henry, because, uh, mostly because Marshall and Lattimore, his, the ideal type for Marshall and Lattimore to go against is, like, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. like, or, or Mike Evans. Mike Evans is, like... The like Marshawn Lattimore was made in a lab to stop Mike Evans. <laughs> Mike Evans is historically just awful against Marshawn Lattimore. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, it's like it, the Marshawn Lattimore's like strengths are like perfect counters to like that type where it's not like super speedy or anything like that. Like Marshawn's right. not the, the quickest guy. He can definitely get burned if uh, if, if a receiver gets past him. But Contested catches, Marshawn is great at at uh, breaking those up, and I think I don't think that uh, that Hopkins will will be able to just have a great start to the season. Yeah, against against our secondary. That's a good matchup, though. That mm-hmm. uh, that Lattimore Hopkins matchup mm-hmm. will be interesting to see. Uh, we also got Niners versus Steelers. I like this game a lot. This is a good one. I yeah. like. I feel like it's it's underrated. For yeah, sure. I got the 49ers winning this, but um, I do as well. Same, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers pulled this one out. Uh, but, I mean, the 49ers are just like a well-oiled machine at this point, you know. I mean, they've just got that good-ass offense, you know. Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy and mm-hmm. under Kyle Shanahan, you know. So, it's kind of tough to beat. But, I mean, the Steelers have a lot of weapons um, as well. The Steelers feel like a young 
Niners team almost. Like really good defense, uh like sort of like game managery quarterback and um like Unique, good uh weapons on offense. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And um I think that I think those team I think those I think it'll probably be like a fucking like like fourteen to seventeen ass game, <laughs> but the the players on the field will make it uh compelling enough to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, any anybody else have anything to say about anything? No. Uh, Niners dub. Niners yeah. dub. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, it is a home game for the Steelers though, so maybe yeah. the crowd will be lit and they'll yeah give the players on the field a little energy boost or something. That's one of those. That's one of those games that I can see like the Steelers winning like as a trap game or something. Yeah. If it was like week seven maybe, but uh no, I don't know. I think week one Niners are coming out with something to prove. Yeah. yeah. That's that's completely valid. Uh we also have Cardinals versus Commanders. <laughs> this is a stinky game. <laughs> yeah. It probably, like... It's hard to choose the Cardinals any week. Yeah. Um I and think, I will not be this one. Yeah. yeah. I think Commanders defense is just gonna steamroll them. Uh if whether it's um, Josh Dobbs or Clayton, Clayton <laughs> Toon. Josh Dobbs is starting, though. Josh that Dobbs was starting. that was announced today, I believe. Wow, Jonathan, so, Jonathan Gannon, he, he he revealed his tricks. He did, yeah. He put his cards on the table, and the cards say it's Josh Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I am I am choosing commanders. I am. <laughs> I'm also choosing. I don't commanders. really have much to say about this one it's kind of like yeah. yeah i can't wait to see Jahan dotson bro i i i'm really hoping that he's gonna have a good game and that he's gonna prove all the good things that i've said about him and most people are on the Jahan dotson train now mm-hmm. so i think that uh i think i'm i'm excited to see it yeah um packers versus bears is one of our uh one of our highlighted matchups another good divisional matchup between two teams who hate each other, um, between a Bears team who is on the up and up, and the Packers who are just trying to keep it all together, <laughs> um, and so personally, I got the Bears winning this one. I do. As well. I also have the Bears. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, it'll be exciting to see though. Yeah, Justin yeah. Fields and DJ Moore. The first chance to see them playing together like in a real game, and I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I think Jordan Love is also interesting. That'll be fun to see. Um, apparently, though, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs both were listed with hamstring issues on the injury report. Uh, so, I don't know who the fuck they're going to trot out there <laughs> at wide receiver for Jordan Love if they, if they aren't able to play. But in any case, I definitely have the Bears winning this one. Um, this I I feel like this game will tell us a lot about the respective teams mm-hmm. and uh, what uh, what we have in store for them. I'm ready for a DJ Moore masterclass. Hundred percent. I'm excited for it. Um, games I'm not excited for though. Uh, I wish I could be happier about the Rams' return to the to the NFL, but um, we don't have we don't have our shining star Cooper Cup there to lead us out there. And even before that, didn't have the Rams winning against the Seahawks. Against a very good Seahawks team at home, I mm-hmm. might add. A very um, stacked offense. Uh, a great team last year who just got better over the off season. Yeah, 
and we don't have we don't have a Koopa Cup, so that's uh that's an L right there, I think. So yeah, I got Seahawks. I I have us. What I will be picking the Rams the next time we meet up, just because we always seem to split with the Seahawks. But but at uh, at uh, CenturyLink Stadium, I believe it's called. They those fans, man, are louder than anyone else in the in the NFL. So, yeah, exactly. So I uh, I am I just I just hope that like Matthew Stafford looks okay. Like the offense doesn't look. <clears throat> I'm I'm just hoping for like not not like terrible things <laughs> like I don't want I just don't want us like hopefully we'll be in there at some point at least what happens with Rams games is we're like pretty competitive the first half and then we just like fall off in the second half and so if we can at least at least repeat that formula give me hope before halftime that's all I need mm-hmm. um you guys all got Seahawks for that one. Yeah, I do. Seahawks. Um, a lot of a lot of divi- uh, division games. Um, yeah, they week. they kind of went off with the schedule. Yeah, Raiders, Broncos, another one. Uh, not a, the more exciting one, but you know, get a chance to to see what what these teams were doing in the offseason. Maybe one goes out there and kills it and uh, does better than everyone's expecting. I got Broncos in this one. Oh, I think for the sure. Defense, <laughs> I think defense is too good. I also have the Broncos. Right. I was trying to find more information about the Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Christian Watson situation. Yeah, they just didn't practice today. Um, I'm not sure who they're going to roll out there, so that's still kind of up in the air. I don't know. Musgraves. <laughs> He's a top, top target option. Yeah, start start him in your leagues. Actually, probably start don't do AJ that. Dillon. Yeah, why and not? Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones, yeah. Uh, all right. So we have um, Dolphins versus Chargers. This is also a highlighted matchup. This is a good one. This I think uh, this is two teams that got something to prove. Uh, both strong contenders in the AFC. Um, both could easily either win their division and or Chargers probably could win the the West, but yeah. easily could be strong playoff teams, or they could both easily just miss all the playoffs completely. Uh, so, I think this is always just a big one. Uh, all these AFC powerhouse matchups are going to be big. Uh, I have the Dolphins winning it, though. I think Tua mm-hmm. comes out and resumes where he was last year. Yeah. And, yeah, I just I just don't think the Chargers will be able to keep up. I, there is a little bit of hope with Kellen Moore, you know, as the Chargers' new DC, or uh, offensive coordinator. But, I think, I think Dolphins are just going to come out too mm-hmm. hot. Yeah, I I also have the Dolphins winning this one for all the reasons you said. Their defense is great. Tua is great. Their offensive weapons are amazing. Man, the Dolphins are such a good team if they stay healthy. Like they're they're scary as fuck. So I think that the uh, I think that the Dolphins win this one when everyone's healthy, gelling week one. Mm. To me, this was one of the ones that was very hard to side on because I just couldn't pick a team. Um, so I had to give the knock to the home crowd. So I went with Chargers. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. But this will be a very exciting matchup. I feel like either of these teams is very capable of winning this match. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be... I think this one might be a shootout, honestly. I, I can mean, see it as well. For yeah. sure. Um, I just think... I don't know. I mean, I, I talk shit about Justin Herbert all the time, but... <laughs> 
Got a good ass receiving core over there. Plus, um, what's his name, Eckler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Dolphins. You mean definitely a healthy wide receiver room of Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and uh, Quentin Johnston. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty scary to start off. Um, but like y'all were saying, I mean, the Dolphins. I mean, they got it on both sides, you know. Uh, and they have one of the best wide receivers in the game, Tua. We see what we uh, what he can do when he's healthy. He looks amazing when he is. Um, I really hope he stays healthy this year. Um, uh, but yeah, I got Chargers on that one though. Um, but it could go both ways. Word. We also have Eagles versus Patriots. Eagles. This is an Eagles. This is the Eagles. Yeah, Patriots defense is good, but yeah, I got Eagles. This is this is kind of. Aside from the, like, true blowouts, like, Buccaneers and Vikings and, like, Texans versus Ravens, this is my... Well, actually, we'll get to what I think the highest snooze is on this list, but definitely, definitely uh, big snooze hours with this Eagles versus Patriots matchup, I feel like. Just because, like, that Patriots defense is so good that, like, I think it will probably give the Eagles some trouble... And the Eagles' defense is so good that the Patriots will not do... Mac Jones will not do anything. <laughs> hmm. um, so, I th- I think the Eagles take this one, but I I think it I think it will be a boring-ass game, probably. Um, but the... We all got Eagles for that one. Yeah. But the biggest snooze on the list for me is Cowboys versus Giants. Really? I... I, may, may, I mean, both of these teams look very different this year, but... I just hate, I just hate whenever the NFL does, like, Cowboys and, like, another <laughs> one of their divisional rivals in the s- Sunday night slot. Like, yeah. like, give me, give, please give me Chargers versus Dolphins in this slot, like, any day of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just America's team for you. Yeah. They're gonna get all those, um, Yeah. So, so, it's boring, so you think it's boring because of who the Cowboys are, not because of, like, the players themselves. Because I was thinking of the game, and I was like, damn, you got Saquon Barkley on one side, mm-hmm. you got you got CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard on the other. I think Maybe I'm, I'm just a hater, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a hater. I, was about to say, I think that's just a hater. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to blame you. But... No, right, yeah. It's yeah, just, uh... like, I've seen so many Cowboys versus Giants in prime time, and I'm oh like, God. man. Cow- Cowboys versus Giants prime time. Cowboys versus Commanders prime time. Cowboys versus, versus Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Eagles versus uh, Giants with nuts to the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, so who do you have one in Cowboys? I have Cowboys. Yeah, I have the Cowboys winning this game. I do as well. Um, but perhaps the best matchup of the evening. Oh, yeah, yes. sorry, of the of the week. One the of the Monday night game. This one in Lions and Chiefs is like a toss up for yeah, me for they, best they, matchup. It definitely starts strong and ends strong. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They were cooking. Bills versus Jets. Who Ooh, do I have winning this one? I uh, oh, I have the Jets winning this one. I also have the Jets winning this one. I kind of want to be different now. <laughs> <laughs> I also no, have the Jets, bro. but I like yeah no, no yeah. I, I I have the Jets. They're they're at home. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has looked great in the preseason and in camp. I, he's, he, something lit a fire under his ass. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened. He's, he's, I don't know, maybe he just likes the atmosphere in New York more, or something. Maybe he's, he's glad to have a change of scenery, but he, he seems like a different guy. He seems like the Aaron of, like, a few years yeah. ago. Um, and I think, I think they're gonna go out there and they're gonna kick ass. Yeah, I mean, 
Bills, on the other hand, though, I mean, solid team. We know yeah. what they're capable of. Um, Always come out swinging week one. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Who, who are they riding with that running back there now? James Cook. I James, think. oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hey, Vaughn Miller on defense. The, the yeah. thing that pushes the needle for me is that it is Jets at home. And also, I don't know, like, every, the Jets also scream to me as a team that will, if they do fall apart, it's going to be at the end of the season. Um, and so I really feel like I can see, like, Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson and that Jets defense coming out really strong week one against the Bills. Um, and then maybe, like, later, I don't know when their other matchup is, later in the season, but that being at home with the Bills, I can see that being a, a dub for the for the Buffalo crowd. But I think that the Jets are going to come out swinging week one there, uh, they're not shirking from the from the narratives or from the expectations that have been placed on them. I believe is what the I think Robert Sala said that quote or something to that mm. effect. So I think that uh, I think that they're gonna come out with a really good game plan for Josh Allen and the Bills Week One, and that Jets team is just so new that I don't know if the Bills will be able to game plan as well as they might. Uh, like to, so that's, that's just the, what I got. The, the Jets got the defensive pieces to stop uh, that that Bills team, and I think they can they can do it. Yeah, or at least slow them down. Great yeah. matchup, though. We'll be Great. looking forward to the next one as well. Yeah, we will be watching that game. We sure. will be watching. We will be watching. <sighs> um. Yeah. So that's that's all we got to say. Yeah, that, that um, that's been episode two. The NFL season is is right upon us. So tomorrow, in less than twenty four hours, we yeah. will be watching Patrick Mahomes go against Jared Goff and be know, excited about. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like in twenty eighteen, it's just gonna be a repeat of, of, <laughs> of the best game that we've ever witnessed on TV. If that can, if it can be a repeat of that, I don't see any reason why. It, won't be the game of the year again mm -hmm. and so the uh yeah i'm next time you'll see us we'll have uh we'll have seen real nfl football again <laughs> we will be the changed first time. men yeah we will be changed <laughs> men and we will uh maybe maybe we will abandon all the takes that we had preseason <laughs> and and be put in our place but i'm up uh, of week one <laughs> up of week one which you know is is the true uh the true tellers of, mm -hmm. yeah of everything uh all the all the things that happen in week one, you know, they always stay <laughs> going mm -hmm. on through mm -hmm. the rest of the season. So we uh, can't wait to overreact to week one. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone has a good rest of their days. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoy the rest of the rest of the World Cup and and NFL week one. That would have been wrapped up probably as well next time we're on here. Yeah, and so we'll have to talk about how. Um, USA won. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a sporty threesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. See you next time. <laughs>